0: Hello, Daniel. Hey, I was hoping I'd hear the intro music. I really liked it. Yeah. Well, first you have to introduce the podcast. Wait, this is a podcast. I thought this was just a phone call. You were just you just wanted to catch up.
1: No, no. I mean, I call often, but I want you to. Uh, I'm recording this so I can put it out to the public. Yeah.
0: To the pub. Oh, okay. Okay. I yeah. I just. You have Spotify. Spotify. No, I have Apple Music.
1: Oh, I thought you had like a family plan with your with your
0: entire family. Uh, no, just one sister. Okay, just one sister. Okay. Yeah okay fine i mean uh if you want to record a podcast we can
1: yeah well let's do this just intro us into the podcast
0: okay um this is do you consider us friends episode two uh i'm daniel burkett and your host is lucas abreu i am is that good
1: yeah that's good way shorter than eric's nice
0: nice You
1: consider us friends?
0: I do, and I have for many years. Okay,
1: for how long? How long would you say?
0: Uh, you know, it takes about two years to really get to know somebody and really like give them the title of friend. But um, with you, it's pretty immediate. I, I knew Cottonwood right away. Um, back from sophomore year at Ohio State.
1: Okay, so your sophomore year, my freshman year. Yeah, we. Um, I think we met. We met at Bible study, right? In H two O.
0: That's right. Yeah. West team back in the day. I don't have a distinctive like first memory of when I first met you, but it had to be yeah Bible study, moral tower. Yeah. Sometime at that point, I know we did, it was a uh, pretty small group when uh, had Chinese food and moral commons. Mm-hmm. It was a great time.
1: It was every Wednesday,
0: every Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah,
1: man, that was, that was not good food, but it was delicious. Um, And then we go up to to floor 20. And we had Bible study, you you know, would help lead you and Wit out of your little pocket Bible that you still carry to this day, which is crazy to me, but I love it. I do still have it. Yeah. I remember the first time that we had Bible study, one of the first few times that I went, I think Josh or Wit or someone asked, what's your favorite Bible verse? And so I flipped through someone else's Bible, opened it to a random page in the Old Testament, put my finger down and was like, yep, yeah, this looks good enough. Uh, and I said it and everybody was so confused probably, but Daniel, what is your favorite Bible verse?
0: Wow. Um, uh, let me get the exact, it's Isaiah forty two eleven. Okay. So you don't know. I'm pretty sure. Let me get the,
1: you don't know what your favorite Bible verse is.
0: It's uh have I not commanded you, be strong, and courageous. Um, it's in Isaiah. I don't know the exact reference right now, but it's the one where it says, like, have I not commanded you, be strong, and courageous? Um, I will uphold you with my mighty right hand. And yeah, I just think it's a cool reminder of the Lord just always being there, even in some of the most difficult times in life, and to always have confidence, not you know, in ourselves, but uh in the Lord. So Wow, beautiful.
1: It's also way too deep, so let's back up a little bit. You work at J.B. Hunt. You're currently in Pittsburgh, right? You're in Pittsburgh. I am, yes. What are you doing in Pittsburgh? You're training someone?
0: Yeah, so we have a new manager over here, and so he was in a different um, part of the company. He was working on a Home Depot account that we didn't rebid on, and so he moved over to uh, what we call the LDC side of things, local distribution center in the final mile division. Main client is Whirlpool, also deliver some furniture, uh, Peloton, and so he's pretty new to that side of things. And there's a lot of uh, different processes we have, so uh, they brought me in this week to kind of help him and, and coach him and kind of make sure everything continues to run. But he's a cool guy, Pittsburgh native, eager to learn, and uh, just uh, enjoy working with him and, and being here this week. Amazing,
1: amazing! It's crazy that they trust you to to teach someone else. I remember, man. I guess it was summer of 2017 and you were interning somewhere and you just really struggled to wake up early. Um, that was a theme throughout most of college, but how do you do it now? How do you, how do you get up at five or six AM to get to work when it throughout all of college, you know,
0: you would sleep through (laughs) one or two PM. I went, there's only a few times I slept that late. I will push back on that, but yeah, it has been a, a change. Um, yeah, I guess just doing it for so long, you know, just had to be in uh, early for, yeah, especially earlier Sorry, out with J.B. Hunt kind of opening running an earlier shift. Um, and so, yeah, I guess uh, just had to kind of will myself to it. So now it's now it's a habit. Wow. I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of you. What, um,
1: who has been the coolest or maybe most awful interaction you've had? Um, I know you've delivered some pretty big names. But have you had any fun interactions with them?
0: This is a little before my time. Uh, We delivered to Pete Rose down in Cincinnati. And apparently the drivers got there and found Pete Rose in a hot tub with multiple women just kind of chilling. And I guess was pointing where to put the patio furniture. Um, So uh, we've delivered to LeBron and I'm trying to think. Dave Chappelle, right? Yes, actually, yeah, we deliver to um, Dave Chappelle. Not to disclose too many, too many customers' information, uh, but yeah, um, usually they order under their wife's name. So if I see, you know, Chappelle's last name, I'll just Google Dave Chappelle's wife. Um, it checks out, and it's in Yellow Springs. So, um, yeah, I wasn't at the delivery, so I can't confirm one hundred percent. But I don't know how many couples with that first and last name live in uh, the Dayton area. So, interesting, interesting, yeah.
1: Um, so you work with a lot of truck drivers, right? Yeah. Of our friends, you know, just people that you and I both know, who would you trust the least to drive a JB Hunt truck? Let's say just from Columbus to Los Angeles, one way, who do you trust the least to get there in
0: one piece? Oh, wow. Um, trust the least blessed, blessed with a lot of great friends who are all skilled drivers and keep a lot of following distance. you know, you have a good eye lead time, leave themselves an out, All the five Smith System uh, keys of uh, defensive driving. Uh, with that being said, I don't know if I trust Colin <laughs>
1: no. to, to
0: make it to L.A. Colin. So no offense. But... What about Colin is it that you just
1: don't trust to get to L.A.? Again, this isn't anything to do with his character. You know, I
0: just no. him
1: as a driver. Yeah. You just lack the confidence in it.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I... These are like, what do they say about twins? Like, don't trust them driving. Um, I think I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah, I don't know. I It's a it's a tough question. I'll, I'll have to continue to think about it. But that, that was a name that popped to mind first. So
1: I feel like instinctively, if that name comes to mind, like that's what you got to go with. Well, speaking of Colin, um, he actually had a question. He wants you to pitch the Toledo Zoo for those who haven't been. I know you're a big fan of it. You
0: are a big proponent and supporter of the Toledo Zoo. Uh Why? Okay, so the Toledo Zoo, and if you look at the national rankings, it's consistently top five. Um, I'd put it at number one. I've been to, uh, in my lifetime, probably six or seven zoos across the country. Um, Actually, one out of the country. And the Toledo Zoo is just, it's phenomenal. I mean, you have a hip aquarium. Um, I think it might be one of the only in the world. Kind of go below the water and see what the hippos are doing. It has two sections uh, with a bridge and a tunnel connecting it over a highway. Um, it has an aviary, which I've I've always loved. It's recently been under construction for past like two years, so you can't go in. But that was a great time uh, with all the birds just free flying around. Um, it used to be a rainforest exhibit in the middle of the aquarium that was incredible uh, growing up. And yeah, I don't know. It just, uh, compared to the Columbus Zoo, they take a lot more care in their zoo lights. The Columbus Zoo kind of lazily wraps the lights around the trees. The Toledo Zoo takes care. Um, takes a lot more time and wraps like each individual branch. And uh, yeah, I just think the layout of it is is great. There's multiple different directions you can go. The Columbus Zoo, not to bash on one zoo in particular. Just uh, yeah, it feels, feels smaller. So. Interesting.
1: All right. So this question popped into mind. Of zoo animals, which animal would each person from the six be? So me, you, Eric, Kevin,
0: and Ferds. Wow. Uh, any animal. Any well, any zoo animal, yeah. Any zoo animal, okay. Preferably found
1: at the Toledo Zoo.
0: Okay. Obviously, oh, so it's like a quick break for me to think.
1: Wow, you you, you want to break us into a commercial? All right, all right. You want to you want to break us in? All right, let's. Yeah. Okay. Can you pause it or no? Oh, I'll, I'll just edit it out. Okay. To, okay. I, I guess I can pause it. Show me to pause it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, can you believe Daniel just stopping the podcast out of nowhere and for no good reason? Like he's the host or something. So embarrassing. You're probably wondering, Lucas, do you have any control over this? It's your podcast. The short answer, no. And the long answer, no, I don't. But whatever. Let's just get back to it. I really want to know what animal he picks for me. Hopefully, something cool or majestic, like a lion and nothing offensive but you never know with daniel he can say just the craziest stuff out of nowhere and just play it off super cool it's wild all right i think we're back it's um wow it's been three hours the sun is down and daniel finally has his answers ready for us what is it daniel
0: Yeah. So I kind of had to do a virtual walk through the Toledo Zoo. So just in my mind, you know, it takes a while because you kind of stop and look and and think, but yeah, it's a tough question because I feel like there's so many different ways I could go with this. Uh, Just off the top of my head, you know, no prior thought or break or anything uh, in between, but I'd say, uh, I'd say Lucas sort of remind me of a meerkat in the sense that you're always with other people, (laughs) always with other people. And yeah, always on the lookout for for something to do and moving uh, from area to area, never just standing still. So I'm pretty vocal. For Kevin, I'd say uh, a lemur. I feel like when we lived together, he was always on top of chairs or the couch or climbing on things. So likes to kind of jump from thing to thing and and uh, <laughs> perform some acrobatics. Eric, I'd say a cheetah. So the cheetah at the Toledo Zoo is... Uh, pretty calm usually um so i think like eric can be kind of unassuming but uh, you don't realize you know <laughs> can you cut this out yeah <laughs> uh i don't know where i was going with that but um let me know when we're back oh we're back we're back <laughs> okay uh eric i'd say it would be a cheetah um so Eric is someone that pretty routine and disciplined, um, disciplined. And the cheetah has like these trails that are pretty like worn into the ground in the zoo. Um, and the cheetah is pretty, pretty unassuming. I uh, like Eric's pretty unassuming. You don't realize how yeah, how strong he is or how fast, like the cheetah. So that's came to mind. Uh, and then I'd say Ferds uh is an elephant, usually pretty calm, but uh, kind of the, the king of the safari. Firds would would keep everyone in check, like Kevin, when he was, you know, standing on top of chairs or being too loud or something like that. And then, yeah, so that, that's it. What about you? Uh, if I had to pick, okay, I'd say right when you walk in, there's an arctic fox that's pretty cool. And uh, I feel like it's pretty adventurous and uh, just a cool animal. So that's what I'd say.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that fox loves just adventuring around the
0: exhibit Yeah, it's not that big.
1: Speaking of animals, right, this is maybe the most important thing we talk about today. Okay. There's a creature that swims in the sea. Yes. And he goes by shark. Yes. Tell me about the origins of the shark party. Okay.
0: So every Christmas at my grandma's house, we have a Christmas Eve white elephant gift exchange You have to be an adult to be a part of it so when you're under 18 uh, people will you have a list and then people will buy you presents when you become an adult you automatically get entered into um this game and so mason and i uh, my cousin uh we for years tried to get kicked out by sort of just bringing gag gifts um so one year we got like a one direction poster a compass um a road atlas and uh some like Sour Patch Kids for like a road trip theme that our aunts and uncles did not uh, find super interesting when everyone else was getting Starbucks gift cards and uh, nice chocolates and and popcorn and, and other things that people actually wanted. And so one of the years we, um, I, I should say, one of our other gifts was a folding chair one year uh, in a giant box. We also filled a pinata um, with three bags of the hard Lifesaver mints. Uh, like the ones that you have one a day of. Um, So this is about like perhaps a lifetime supply of Lifesaver mints and one pinata, uh, the most disappointing pinata ever. But this particular year, we saw a birthday uh, set for children uh, that was shark themed and the shark looks especially dopey. And there's differing amounts of plates, bowls and what have you. So it's almost like you have to send people home uh, when you have dessert. But anyways, we got... Uh, the invite cards, and my cousin's then fiance, now wife, uh, got them at her first time at a family Christmas and was in near tears um, because she actually wanted something useful. Um, so I I traded with her um, so that she could get something. And yeah, so then I brought her back to Columbus, and we had no choice. We had to throw a Shark themed birthday party. And since our birthdays are two days apart, uh, Lucas and I um, were the the co-hosts. So that's sort of the origin story. Wow, yeah. I, I didn't realize you had that many awful gifts. We have since brought it and turned it around because our we had some serious threats so of we're in Get Kicked Out, and now we Mason and I bring the best gifts, I'd say. Amazing, amazing. So this year there was a big debate, right?
1: Trying to figure out how many shark parties have there actually been. So I thought a great use of our time would be to walk through it and figure this out because
0: I think the people deserve to know. So 20... So I think... Yeah. I think we're, we were calling it Shark 7. Yeah. But I don't know if that's accurate, actually. I don't think anyone's gone back and, and checked us on that.
1: No. So 2016 was the first one. That was the first year that we lived together at the 6. Your junior year, my sophomore year. I know that through my senior year, we had had one. So that's 16, 17, 18... And in 2019, I came back from Indiana for it. So that's four in a row. Yes. In 2020, I... There was no shark. There was no shark. I was in LA and I don't know. I just didn't... I, I felt wrong my first year in Los Angeles, just like not being there. I didn't have the money. I was in grad school. So it did not happen that year, did it?
0: did not. There People were calling for a Zoom shark party. And that just goes against everything shark party stands for it's in person it's a great time and uh you just have to be there it's it's pretty exclusive
1: okay wait so wait COVID hadn't happened to the extent of which zoom was around yet though
0: okay sorry uh 2021 we didn't have a shark party 2020 we did have a shark party it was at house
1: okay so let's rewind that okay (laughs) i don't know what happened but i'll fix it in post
0: okay so do you need me to like rant again
1: no no no. i I think we're fine i'll just say this okay 2020 in COVID oh fuck 2020 in february i was you know i was doing grad school um it was my first year in los angeles and so i didn't want to to fly back but you guys had still you still had
0: something right we still had Shark Party. Um, it was at House. Uh, it was actually like a weekend or two before I moved up to Cleveland. Amazing,
1: yeah. And so that was, that was number five. 2021 rolls around.
0: During COVID, we did not have a Shark Party. There were some calls to have um, a Zoom you know, party, but that really goes against everything that Shark Party stands for. Shark Party is in-person, Shark Party is fun, and Shark Party is exclusive. Um, the three, big three. And Shark Party... Obviously, Lucas has to be there. Except uh, the one year he wasn't. So
1: yeah. So thank you. Twenty twenty two, I was there. Yes. So that's number six. Yeah. I missed five. I'm back for six. This is twenty twenty two. I was gonna come for New Year's, but with Omicron, it just it didn't work out. Ended up coming uh, straight from Tampa up to Columbus. Kelsey filled a piñata full of just loose M Ms um while everyone watched and then i was responsible for cleaning up while everyone else watched
0: originally someone in the someone in the crowd they were wondering if we had any lag bolts in the house we we did not so we we had to improvise where we hung it from yeah
1: i we had to go outside we did yeah people wanted to hang it on a tree
0: there was a talk of hanging it on the ceiling fan but that would have been disastrous that would have just not been safe no no it still wasn't
1: and that it was so i'll get back to this in a second and then 2023 was indeed then Shark 7, year 8, but Shark 7.
0: Shark 7, yeah. Well, I think we just instinctively knew. Yeah.
1: Although I'm sure that we probably told someone that it was like Shark 8 or Shark 6. But officially now, 2023 was Shark 7. And next year will be Shark 8.
0: Shark 8, yeah. Potentially, potentially in the Bahamas. Potentially in the
1: Bahamas. Buyer tickets now. You know the weekend sometime between february 10th and february 12th and uh and we'll be out there we'll be swimming with the sharks um having a luau i think they have luau's in bahamas or yeah maybe not uh we'll bring our own luau um but so 2022 shark six the day before we went to hoffer house and we had this very kind waitress right yeah why don't you take the story from here
0: yeah so Really a huge fan of Hopper House. I'd say it's probably one of my top restaurants in Columbus. So naturally went there for my birthday. It was, uh, yeah, delicious. Uh, just hanging out. And someone in our group told the waitress that they liked their nails. And she said, oh, thank you. And it was Valentine's Day theme. And she was like, oh, I don't have a Valentine. I'm um, Just unprompted um, to one of the girls we were with. And so you decided to, Lucas decided to, uh, give her my number, um, unbeknownst to me, until we were walking out, and I was like, "Why? Why would you, why would you do that?" But got home and she texted. and She's like, "Hey, I'm, I was your waitress at Hofbrauhaus, House. Happy birthday!" Uh, so naturally, if someone just texts me like that, I was like, "Well, I'll invite them to the shark party." So and I said, "You can bring friends." So it wasn't just showing up to a random dude's house uh, on a Saturday night. And she said she she'd love to make it, but she had to work. So she couldn't make short party. And she had already mentioned that she didn't have a date for Valentine's Day, which was coming up on that Monday or Tuesday, I want to say. And I was single at the time. And so I was like, hey, yeah. So I I asked her out uh, to, to go grab dinner. And so uh, we met up and it frankly went pretty, pretty terribly. I think she asked me like one question and... Just uh, right off the bat, uh, she talked about, uh, it was, she essentially was complaining about living at home with her uh, stepdad, and she'd always go to the mall to escape, and how he never let her do anything. Um, she also let me know that she had a fake ID. She wasn't 21, but she had a fake ID, so um, she could still go out and drink with all her friends. Um, this was unprompted, too, by the way. She just sort of said this, and uh, yeah, within the first few minutes, she told me she Uh, I had daddy issues. Again, so this is a pretty uncomfortable date. So after dinner, uh, I was like, oh, thanks, and haven't talked to her since. So I hope she's doing well, but uh, I did not foresee that when I asked to grab dinner with her. Wow. What a a story of love that could have been. It was tough. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, let's talk more about Shark Party, because I think that's what people want to hear. I'm trying to think of any other, like, fun Shark Party stories. Does anything come to mind for you? Great shark party moments. Um, oh my God. Uh, I, I How can I not ask about this person? Oh, one of the OG shark party invites. <laughs> I don't even have to say her name. You know who it is. I know.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So, shark one, I had a class all of uh, spring semester where a row behind me, um, Ohio State basketball legend uh, Kate Kraft sat and I didn't know her, obviously, except from, you know, watching her play, but I never talked to her at all. But um, some of my roommates and I were talking and we're like, this is the perfect opportunity to kind of introduce yourself and just, you know, become friends. So I originally in the pack only had eight invites um, that went to like my closest friends. So I took the one that said Mason, scratched it out and said, Kate Craft and friend. Um, she was currently at the time dating, um, an a basketball player who I hope would also show up at the party. That'd be fun. But, uh, I walk into class and this is right before the lecture started and maybe bad timing, but I handed her the the card and sat down. I think I just said like, uh, you're invited. Uh, so after class, uh, we're walking out and she comes up and she's like, oh my gosh, it sounds so fun. I haven't been out in a while, but I'll be in Iowa this week. I uh, can't make it. Um, this was you know mid February, and I was like, "Oh, Iowa! Like, do you have family out there?" And she's like, "No, I'm I'm playing basketball." Uh, she was playing against the Hawkeyes, so didn't make that connection. But uh, she did say she was bummed and would love to to come another time. And so for the next four years, uh, we had to send her an obligatory <laughs> uh, invite, which we've since stopped because it's probably harassment at a certain point. But uh, she had just uh, some tragic situations befall her in February. Uh, I think she tore her ACL. Um, she was out too late the night before and didn't see the message, things like that. So um, I know she really wanted to come join and, and hang out at Shark Party, but um, you know, life got in the way. So um hope she's doing well and uh, uh, we won't be inviting her uh, unless she uh, still wants to, to reach out and and uh, pick us up on the invite.
1: Well, she's like your Instagram posts, right? From the past, all, all, all I'm <laughs> I, saying is, is yeah. Hey, if you're listening, if somehow you hear this conversation between me and Daniel, I was just talking about Shark Party. You're invited. You have an OG <laughs> invite. You probably don't still have it, but you received it. So you are a thousand percent welcome. Just to show up, we've got open arms. You're you've got the eternal invite from us.
0: I think my original comments of her when I handed it right before class was you're invited to Shark. I wanted to invite you to Shark Party. Um, and that's all I said. And I sat down. And so I wonder if she was just like very confused all of class and really after class as well. Um, and maybe to this day.
1: Yeah. It's funny because I had class with Shayla Cooper who was also on the women's basketball team. And I asked her, uh, man, I wish I remembered exactly what was said. But I asked her if, you know, she had heard about a Shark Party. She had it, but she texted Kate. and. Kate was aware. Kate was aware, and I think this is my senior year, so she was she was very cognizant of the fact that shark parties existed, and it didn't seem to be a negative reaction. So that's all that matters. Off. um the only person who's been invited more than once and hasn't come through, and we'd love to change that.
0: Yeah. No. Definitely. Um, yeah. For sure. I mean, if you're one of the eight original invitees, that's uh, a high honor. Yeah, the
1: golden shark. I um remember we had Snapchat filters as well.
0: We did. And we we talked about, and this is still kind of a lifelong dream, but we've talked about filling the bathtub and getting a small shark as just a, a guest and just kind of a, a cool thing to have for the party. But I don't think sharks would uh, I think we need like a bigger aquarium.
1: I mean, just for the night. I can hang out. Yeah. 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 There are bigger things in smaller places than a shark in a bathtub. So I think we're fine.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, it's a a predator, right? So it should be able to survive in in tough situations. Yeah.
1: If it doesn't want to be pet, then it won't be pet. And we would find out. We would find out. (laughs) We definitely would. Kevin was wondering, why didn't
0: you catch the egg? (laughs) So... Kevin would throw like a raw egg at me at random times when we lived at the six, And for a while, I'd, I'd catch it and kind of hand it back to him. He'd throw random stuff at, at you all the time. He had to be on your toes. And uh, yeah, I got to a point where it's just like, hey, I'm just going to the fridge. You know, I'm just making dinner. Sometimes you just have to uh, draw a line in the sand. So he threw it. It bounced off me and broke. Another time, he had one above my bedroom door that when I went in. Uh, also fell on the floor and broke. And I walked out and said, Kevin, clean this up. And uh, yeah, that was that. He still brings it up, but I was totally in the right ear. Daniel. That was me. <laughs> that put the egg on the the door.
1: Yeah, I'm heartbroken that you don't remember that. <laughs> but it's all right. I I often get overlooked, much like a meerkat. I get overlooked. Uh, so uh, we'll uh, we'll move we'll move on from that. Uh, Luke Braymeyer <laughs> was wondering: fire truck or Batmobile? Batmobile. Love that. Yeah, Mason was wondering how different would take me out to the ball game be if they ever went back.
0: Okay, we'll have to cut this. Like, no, wait, hold up, one second.
1: Is that like an inside joke?
0: It could be. Let me. Uh, one second. Oh, okay, okay. Hold up, we might have to. So, are you are you aware of this, Lucas? I, I'm not sure I am. Okay, okay, okay. Let's run it back. Like introduce the question again. Uh, well, Mason
1: asked, "How different would take me out to the ball game be if they ever went back?"
0: Wow. Okay. Um, it changed the very essence of the seventh inning stretch. If you if they went back, like the seventh like take me out to the ball game is sort of like a finale. You know, like the ending. Uh, I don't care if I ever go back. It's like such a good game that's like you just end it there. Um, so I think going back, like, I don't know what the seventh inning stretch would be. Wouldn't be as powerful for sure. Yeah, no, I I,
1: I couldn't agree more. He also asked, what's the last thing you, quote, Mr. Beast face reacted to?
0: <laughs> uh, a little backstory to this. So uh, we were in Miami and took a little a boat ride. And the captain pointed out and said, uh, this is Mr. Beast's yacht directly in front of us. Uh, So the rest of the trip, we were trying to Mr. Beast react, um, just like his ridiculous faces in the thumbnails, um, two different things that we saw, like an iguana or, you know, cafecito around town. So the last thing I Mr. Beast reacted to... That's a good question. What? Okay, yeah, I think the last thing I was shook by was, in Pittsburgh, they have all these variations of the stop sign. Um, So they have stop signs that, you know, look normal, but it says except on right turn or trucks only. And it just really throws me off because the person I was with, who's a local, he was like, yeah, just blow right through it. You're not a truck and you're you're turning right. And uh, yeah, that just kind of threw me. I never see those in Ohio. That's amazing. Wow. And I, I will say the the other thing I thought of that I got a reaction out of was I went to Primanti's recently and ordered the Reese's um, peanut butter pie um, dessert. And it was, it's phenomenal. It's it's up there with Portillo's chocolate cake shake in terms of uh, chain restaurants' uh, desserts. So highly recommend. And I got a big reaction out of me.
1: Interesting. Wow. Yeah. So shout out to Mason for those questions. Daniel, what's interesting to me is that for like the longest time, for whatever reason, even though we knew exactly who you were talking about you introduced Mason as my cousin Mason right that's correct at what point did you realize these guys know who Mason is he's no longer my cousin Mason he's just Mason
0: yeah it took a while to break that habit and even earlier on the podcast I referred to him as such but you know this is for a wider audience on on Apple music so um it would be on Apple podcasts technically oh okay I don't I don't have access to that but um I think literally everyone has access to it. Oh really? It's uh, it's free in nature. It's free. Oh,
1: yeah, nice. We want to make sure that people have the content that they need.
0: You know what I mean? Good to hear that. But yeah, uh, I mean, it's hard habits to break. But yeah, uh, here we are. We're all friends, and uh, sort of the friend groups have overlapped—family and friends. There's there's really no difference now. Amen.
1: I remember one time, and I I just need to get this story documented because nobody ever believes me. Um, so I want you to tell it. Me, you, Mason, we're playing three-on-three basketball. We're outside by J.O. South. And again, I don't want to put any words into anyone's mouths. So why don't you just tell the audience what happened?
0: Yeah. Are you talking about the iconic fast break? I'm absolutely
1: talking about it. I just don't want people to assume that I'm fabricating some kind of lie. Oh. I just need people to know the truth.
0: No, this is as true as it gets. So we were out on the south courts. used to play all the time down there. Um, some really good games. Good competition. Um, and so there's one game in particular where Lucas was shooting lights out. We're talking like Steph Curry range here. Uh, not even you know close to the root point line. Just making everything. Other team is really just terrified of him. So I uh, have a fast break. And Lucas, he passes me the ball. And so I have... I have a defender on me, you know, going towards the opposite rim and my defender leaves me and I have the ball and I'm driving for a layup, leaves me to go double team Lucas behind the three point line because he had been uh, so hot from there. And uh, that just really stuck with me. And I'd never seen that uh, in kind of like my uh, pickup career. Um, So it's just really testament. I mean, that's that's what every shooter wants to wants to see the ultimate side of respect. Um, So that was that was a memorable moment wow 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 wow
1: yeah no follow up questions to that that was perfect thank you I'm glad that uh, I now have this documented as proof for anyone who doesn't believe me I could not have said it by myself
0: just play that before or anytime you go to the gym
1: yeah hey listen guys you might want to double team me because I'm just automatic from three do you hear what I hear I think I hear sharks. That's right, because Shark Party is around the corner. You know what sweet little weekend it is in February. We're going to be having shark-themed music, shark-themed food, shark-themed plates, shark-themed prizes, shark-themed pinatas, even, and I heard this from a special little source, a shark. (laughs) Yeah, a live shark. So what are you doing? Buy your tickets now. Trust me, you won't want to miss it. And don't forget to RSVP by reaching out to Daniel at 419 889 So Daniel, one thing I want to ask you, and I, I, it literally just popped into my mind. At some point in time, you transitioned from Daniel to Dan. Yes. And I know that you say, oh, it's a, you know, I, I take it as a term of endearment. You know, let's just cut through that.
0: I mean, I still, still prefer Daniel. You prefer Daniel. Yeah. Why? Growing up, I was called that. And I don't know. I just didn't associate myself with Dan or Danny. And I just, I like how the name sounds. Just Daniel. That's my name. Yeah.
1: I remember someone, I think at this point you had been graduated. I was living at Puzzles my senior year. And someone who had met you as Dan was baffled to know that you preferred Daniel because that's how she had only ever known you as, and I, I feel like I got dawned on then that we had really, truly ruined your life by changing your name from Daniel to Dan.
0: Yeah, I think I let it go on too long. Um, now I can't, um, can't get people to, to call me, you know, my full name now. So that said, though, yeah,
1: Dan did lead into a lot of things. One of them being the very famous dan meal now for people who don't know what you know what is a dan meal what goes into a dan meal what the most traditional version of a dan meal might be what is it what's a dan meal
0: yeah so it's uh the the term is used sort of negatively but um and i did not coin it but uh a dan meal well let me back up so especially in college i just eat random food that sounded good, even if it didn't really go together. For example, um, I really like s'mores pop tarts, uh, peanut butter sandwiches, and barbecue chips. And most people say those would not go together at the same meal. Um, But I I had all three, um, and not a ton of other food. And so you know, I just eat that, which in hindsight, I I have, I have uh, sort of backed away from that a little bit. Um, I try to make coherent meals now that are like, you know, actually regular dinners. So more of a thing of the past. But uh, anytime that happened, I'd usually get um, a Snapchat of of me eating uh, in the living room. So,
1: And you can't forget the glass of milk. (laughs) Which just really rounds it all off together. You need the calcium. Yeah. You need the calcium. And so also, now that you've progressed as an adult Dan, you make a lot of Greek chicken pasta, or at least you did in college. That was like your specialty, go-to dish.
0: You still rotate it in. When I need when I need an easy easy meal prep, it's just so good. I love it. So simple to make, isn't it? It's great. Yeah, I've I've really streamlined it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. When I'm in a pinch. Just just make it up. So and
1: you love simple things, specifically when they're concept things, right? Explain to explain to people what a concept item might be.
0: So the most striking example of this was at Kennedy Commons at Ohio State. It's the concept mug. So. Most people would think you know you need to have a handle on the mug, but um, the designers of this, who still are unknown to me, um, they're like no handle needed, just just the mug itself. Um, it was lightweight, sturdy, really the essence of of what a mug should be. Um, so always have to pick one of those up and, and get coffee. Um, and I think actually uh, one of our friends stole one. And I saw them saw one in a, a kitchen somewhere. So that'd, that'd be a great birthday gift. Anyone could could get one for me. Wow.
1: So from things that are conceptual. Like a concept mug, maybe a concept door. One thing that was not a concept, something that was very real, was the wall of things. Now, we won't get into the secret wall of things, because that, of course, is a secret for those who knew about it and were part of it. Respectfully, we won't get into that, because there's some pretty naughty things on there. But for the wall of things, what was it? How did it come about? I remember one day, there was just some postcards taped onto the wall, but what was the inspiration behind that?
0: So we, we didn't have a lot of decorations at the Six. We did have one. We
1: did have a Wizard of Oz poster with Dorothy on it. Uh, a Lana Del Rey poster of her with the American flag. And eventually we did have a massive Matthew Della Vadova Panera Bread promotional item sign. And of course that weird, you know, heavenly infinite river painting or oh that was weird yeah yeah, but it was there so i I will say this i know we didn't have much but what we did have it, it was iconic we had a stop sign at one point which was not legal i'm sure
0: yeah you had a hub count at one point well that was before we moved in actually that was right before
1: yeah so we had a lot of stuff but the wall of things i feel like brought life right it brought a different sense of life to the room
0: it did and it was just like a way to kind of remember uh moments uh, in the house so if there was you know a special moment or noteworthy quote um it would just be written down and and taped on the wall uh, for everyone to to see it and kind of ask about it yeah at one point um you you were talking on, on the phone with your dad and uh, i don't know if you want to tell this story or if you want to save it for later but no you got it so um you he was asking about one of the electives you had taken and he's like Whoa, what was that called again he's like backhorse driving. Uh, for horseback riding. So that immediately got written down and and taped to the wall uh, for an example.
1: Yeah, no, it was um, a special wall. And I feel like, man, I wish we still had, I mean, I'm I'm sure that they're somewhere. I doubt that they would have been thrown away, but uh, to to be able to look back through those would be be very fun. Oh, definitely. You mentioned the hubcap. That was kind of already at the house um, before we moved in. Another thing that was at the house before we moved in that somehow you became in possession of is the holy shirt. Yeah. We still don't know to this day how it got there, right?
0: So, yeah, in the in the dryer there was this white t-shirt that had like a perfect oval cut out of it on in the front. It really like at first we were like, oh maybe one of the old roommates had had used it for an event or something and had like cut it for a costume, but no, it was it was definitely not like a a cut with a scissor. It almost looked like um, something that happened in the dryer to make this perfect cut. So anyways, uh, I just, I took it and uh, occasionally would wear it around. Mostly when I was like, you know, pranking Ferds, which he, he did not like. Um, Sadie didn't like it either. But yeah, a few times I'd I'd wear it to Thompson or or the med school library. And uh, yeah, that's the holy shirt. It's a uh, very random piece of clothing.
1: Yeah. And really got to highlight Daniel's body. I remember you, yeah, like you said at Thompson, you were just in the stacks of those big glass windows facing the inside and literally anyone there could see you. It was, it was both intimate and felt so large and wide scale at the same time.
0: So far away. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Speaking of far away, one thing that you often walked far away to was the tree.
0: Mm. Yes. Why? So for or Kevin and I actually at at the six would walk to the South Oval, or some know as the Fake Oval, um, to a huge sycamore tree each night. Just kind of debrief on the day, kind of get some steps in, and kind of hang out. Uh, we'd usually call up um, a friend as like a special guest uh, to meet us, sort of like a you know before podcasts, uh, just sort of talking with friends about different subjects. If you will. But this made our other roommate Ferds incredibly upset because he thought we were just going outside to just like sit on the steps or mess with him. Because we'd always say, um, this was usually like the middle of the summer, like, are you cold? I like, yeah, like, let's, let's go walk to the tree to warm up. Um, And Ferds thought that was crazy. So uh, we'd always invite him and he never took us up on it. But we had a lot of great conversations, a lot of great guests, one of the guests in particular, um, said she was not going to talk to the tree. Uh, which we we never said was a requirement and we never talked to it. Um, you just had to go touch the tree and then walk back to our place. So that was the, the nightly routine. Who was the guest? Uh, that was Sam and Jerusal. Huh.
1: <laughs> she thought that he has talked to a tree.
0: She said, I'm not talking to it. And we're like, <laughs> we never said you had to. <laughs> but we, we had many great guests over the years. Um. So, yeah. Welcome back to Do You Consider Us Friends uh, with this week's guest, Daniel Burkett, and your host, as always, Lucas Abreu.
1: What, <laughs> what are you doing?
0: There was, there was an ad break there, wasn't there?
1: No. Oh, no, it was not. It was just... <laughs> oh, you're just,
0: no. you're, you're just normal, normal stop and start. Okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's just normal. Have you not been on a podcast before?
0: The first time, first time, so. Uh-huh. Wow, okay. Yeah, I'll need to download the podcast app and... Start listening and going on yeah. more. So
1: I don't think you have to download anything. I think it's already on your phone. <laughs> okay, that's that's
0: probably on a back yeah. page. Or something. You
1: have Spotify, right? You share with your sister. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you'll each have to listen to every episode.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. If I if I subscribe, then it'll automatically pop on on her her homepage. So. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. But. Yeah. I don't know. Did you have any other questions or? No, I, I don't think so. Did you? Uh, no, I think think that's it. Daniel, you took a
1: break so you could ask me a question.
0: Uh, No, we agreed that I wasn't going to ask you a question. Oh, my God. Okay. Because I gave you some questions and you didn't really give me much feedback. Whatever. Okay. Um. Okay, here's a question for you. Yeah. Besides your family, what's one thing you miss most about Brazil?
1: That's the question you chose? um i don't know i think i mean i i got to visit every two years growing up and so i think for me like yeah the answer obviously is family i know that you said besides family i don't know i think like the the culture and then just like the food uh the, the past few times i've gone so i was very lucky to be able to go you know every two years or so growing up but the more recent times i've gone the economy unfortunately for brazil has been very bad but for you know americans who are traveling there there's a lot more like the, the currency exchange is really in the uh in the American favor and so I've been able to go there and like have amazing food and amazing just experiences in general with the, the little money I had yeah I feel like I've, I've been very fortunate to have a lot of enjoyable time spent in Brazil plus nice. yeah. yeah thanks for asking <laughs> okay wait so what is next
0: so I did want to mention, actually, um, the NFL drafts, and this would have been, correct me if I'm wrong, 2021, correct?
1: It must have. No, no, no. 2021. Yeah.
0: No, 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Okay. The 2020... yeah, 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 yeah. It was Sean's wait. wedding. 2021? It must have been Sean's wedding. Yeah. Okay. It, it was April 26, 2021 was the wedding or so. That's when I posted on Instagram, so that's kind of my, my North Star. Do you want? to just take it from the top?
0: Yeah, I'll do. I'll do the cut with it. Or actually, do you want to lead me into it?
1: No, like, well,
0: actually, yeah. Wait, what do you want me to do? Just well, actually, yeah.
1: I mean, I don't know. Just get back into it the way you did earlier.
0: With like, and we're back. No, 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 no. okay. So actually, actually, the twenty twenty one NFL draft uh, was kind of a funny moment because it was held in Cleveland and uh, Mason in um, for the audience that my cousin. Uh, him and some friends were going up there. So I was like, oh, I'll go up. And then had to work that day in Columbus. And so I was like, oh, you know, bummer. Can't go to the draft. But hey, at least, you know, Lucas is in town. Um, get to hang out with him and a bunch of my friends. But then uh, kind of last minute, I had to go down and cover our Cincinnati location. So was down there. And when I was down there, uh, Lucas, I was living alone at the time. Lucas texted me and said, hey, can I have a bunch of friends over uh, to your apartment? And I said, yes, but make sure, you know, just clean up a little bit uh, beforehand. And so at that point, my boss texted me and he was driving through, I think coming out from Louisville. And he was like, hey, I'm coming through, like grab dinner. Uh, And so I end up at a restaurant with my boss watching the NFL draft and a small TV in the corner as Lucas and a bunch of my friends are in my apartment having an NFL draft party, watching Justin Fields go to the Bears. Shout out Kayleen. And uh, and then my other friends are actually at the draft in Cleveland. So kind of a, a rough, rough night. It was still fun, but just kind of a funny moment on how things went south. Literally, uh, literally there. So, What did you eat there? Uh, actually, that night we went to Sammy's Burgers, which is a really good uh, place in Blue Ash, uh, owned by a former professional soccer player. Amazing. Was it good? Yeah, it was really good.
1: Good, good. Uh, so the question from the previous podcast episode was uh, from Eric. He asks, <laughs> let me pull this up. <laughs> okay.
0: You don't have it written down? No, I have it. I have it. I you have had all all episodes. Okay. I have it. I mean, I'm new to podcasts, but.
1: <laughs> no, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing great. Uh, Eric's question from the last episode. What's your fondest memory with Lucas. He could have asked anything he asked that. I don't know why, but yeah. What what, what is your fondest memory with me?
0: Oh, there's so many, from living together for two years to visiting you out in, in Bloomington, going to or sneaking into the the basketball arena and the football stadium and then going to the game the next day. But I, I think something more recently has been when you come flying from L.A. and have your residency stay on our couch for a month, <laughs> it seems. But it's great to have another roommate. Don't uh, make you pay rent um and also
1: (laughs) well i've paid rent before
0: we didn't make you previously you recently started to kind of donate some money to us but we'd, we'd host you for free lucas well thank you but it kind of reminds me too of um like the word residency like having some of these artists out in vegas that will just you know be there for like a month and just perform a show every night uh every night something was going down like yeah just uh bring people together feel like you have just like a gift and, and skill at that and just great to hang out with. Uh, in particular, one night that comes to mind is kind of during the height of COVID. Uh, I was over at Mason's house and you reached out and said, hey, like, can I come over? Um, you know, a few friends are hanging out. We're like, yeah, I'm trying to keep it small, but we'd love to have you. Um, so you came over with, I think, like six to eight people all crammed That's into like... Mason's house. And naturally, we went dumpster diving and so drove up. And you led the charge, secured the donuts, went to a parking lot, tossed them, actually more than tossed, like chucked them at each other, uh, and then drove back and just threw the bag down in Mason's kitchen. And uh, Mason later described it as primal, just at how everyone would just stuff their faces at this pretty gross bag. I mean, I think there was like um, an empty Starbucks cup from one of the employees in there, Um, some gloves, uh, who else knows what was in there. But if you found a donut that was seemingly untouched um it seemed clean and and good to eat so um and that that is a moment that would not have happened just with me and mason or mason and i sitting um around so yeah just always uh something up and and uh great to hang out with you wow what what an amazing experience that was thank you for for sharing that when you when you hit it big and open your film studio in columbus uh, that'll be an exciting day glad to have you back in ohio then
1: yeah, I'm excited to uh, to have that reach, to really make Columbus, Ohio, the next little little Hollywood. Yeah, the next Atlanta, the next Atlanta. Yeah, hot Columbus, <laughs>
0: the next noon <dude> in Georgia.
1: <laughs> on the scale from one to ten, how would you rate your experience on the podcast?
0: Uh, seven and a half. So just a little bit lower than Eric's yeah I think like some of the pauses, like I was ready to talk the whole time and you kept pausing me for ads, like there' were so many um that could be improved on. I was just kind of sitting here waiting, but overall it's been a, a good experience
1: okay, okay, what can I do to improve for next time?
0: Less ads and yeah, just giving uh giving your uh your guests more of a heads up, you know, so just calling them um after work yeah,
1: yeah that's a that's a fair note. I will say this in my defense. With the whole like ads thing, you should have seen it coming because scooting, the original scooting had so many scooter ads and like I cranked up the volume intentionally. They were all it deafening. Art- it was an artistic choice that I made because in the 90s and early 2000s, ads were loud. I respect it, but I think I think it was the wrong choice. It was, so loud. It was long enough as is whenever. <laughs> um, I'm happy to have had you here as a guest now. Last thing, what's a question you'd love to ask the next
0: guest? So July 21st, Oppenheimer and the Barbie movie are released. Which one are you seeing first and why? Amazing.
1: I'm excited to hear their answer. I have no idea.
0: I know what I'm seeing first. I'm still throwing out my answer too. So. Wow. That, that's No, I'm, I'm, I know what I'm seeing. What are you seeing? I'm not going to sway the next guest. I'll just bleep it out. Oppenheimer.
1: Wow, I cannot
0: believe that. Huge fan of Nolan. Interesting. All right. And have you have you seen the cast? I know Barbie's stacked, but... Yeah, I have seen the cast. Oppenheimer's even even more stacked, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, well, I appreciate you taking this random phone call. What, um... I don't know what
0: to do now. Do You have, like, outro music, right?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. At this point, it's... Um, already playing i'm sure
0: nice where'd you find that song too like it's like a legit song so how do you not pay licensing for it
1: no no no. i had a, a friend come up with it
0: no way it's like a legit song
1: yeah his name is also dan so I'm, I'm very thankful for him to have to have made this yeah excited to hear it yeah well it's playing now
0: Oh man, oh, I can't believe I forgot that. It's it's Isaiah 41:10.